All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Silas Knowles, back again with another episode of the Exhaust Educator Podcast. It's the summer. Jeez, you never thought we'd get there. I mean, it's everyone is doing their thing, summer school, whatever the case is. So for all you educators, administrators, superintendents, everyone, thank you for a great 2023 to 2023 year. And as we gear up, obviously, the big thing for teachers, the one thing that everyone says, teachers get the summer off, I call no, because we don't. There are people that do summer school. There are people that do all sorts of things. And what we do is we gear up and we revisit places and we relaunch things. So for today, uh, the Exhausted Educators, as you guys know, I do social media for our friends at Edge Protocols for John Crippo and the crew, Marlena, Chris Bell. But I am proud to say I am now back as an affiliate for our friends at Pushing Boundaries. So Pushing Boundaries is a company called CEO of Rick Jetter. And basically for Pushing Boundaries, you guys have all probably seen the, I used to call it the trilogy like in Star Trek. The red, the blue, and the green. So the 100 no-nonsense things that all teachers should stop doing, all no-nonsense things that all school leaders should stop doing, and the green book. We're still talking about it. All no-nonsense all parents should stop doing. So we do have a couple projects out there that definitely is uh, under discussion. And we'll talk about that today as a big announcement coming out of the Pushing Boundaries Camp. But I can't do that by myself, guys. So you have to have the CEO of Pushing Boundaries, Dr. Rick Jetter, come out and give the official announcement. Dr. Jetter, how are you doing today? It's so great to have you back, my friend. I'm here, brother. I'm I mean, here. That's the announcement, right? That's the announcement. I mean, well, we yeah. have other announcements, but we're back. We're back, baby. We're back. So, I mean, now pushing 100 no-nonsense things. I'm still seeing it in professional development libraries and schools everywhere. But we have some some announcements to say. I mean, I, 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 heard, I, heard, through, I heard through the grapevine and everything else that you know, do you want to go? Do you want to talk about the new project? Or do you want to talk about the new people? Uh, let's bring in the, the new people and then we all can talk about the project because this is just th- th- this is crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely crazy. We're going to start pushing a lot more than boundaries, people. So, I mean, there's going to be some stuff coming down the pipe that you're not going to you're not going to want to miss this. So. You tell me, sir, who 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 are we who are we drum rolling up first? I think we bring in the new president of the company first. So and and her name is Dr. Amy Alderman. So Dr. Amy there, Alderman. Look at that. President, Bam, there she is. Pushing boundaries president. President, hopefully, hopefully of the world someday, but now of this awesome company that represents educators, that represents education, and represents what we should be doing. So Dr. Amy Alderman. How are you today on this, this fine day? I am phenomenal, um, and I'm I'm so glad to be here. And I, I thank you and uh, my very dear friend, Dr. Rick Jetter, um, for allowing me to come on this uh, this exciting roller coaster of a of a journey. I think it's going to be amazing uh, addition to the roller coaster that we live as educators. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. And what? How do you feel about like? The previous, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with the under no nonsense things, Mm -hmm. uh, the books and everything else. I mean, do you do you feel that that's needed in education right now? Do we need to be able to talk about that, about what we shouldn't be doing so we can focus on what we are, what we should be doing, especially out of COVID? 
Absolutely. So um, I've been in education for for a long time, pre-COVID and now post. And I think um, I wish that we would be doing more of that, of talking about the real, authentic, genuine, grimy, gritty nonsense that happens all the time. So um, I think that that uh, what you lovingly referred to as the trilogy, I think it's so necessary. And um, people want some practical, you know, practical things to talk about. But I think all the time we're just so, you know, as a society, we're just afraid to do it. And um, I'm not sure where that fear, you know, comes from, except from an overt, you know, societal thing. Don't talk about it. That's kind of uh, not, you know, it's a faux pas to do it. So I love it. I, I think that it's uh, it's so needed and um, I'm excited to, to do more. Excellent. Excellent. Well said. Now, Rick, I'll, I'll take the next one. I know you have a director of publishing and everything else. We got to have someone at the helm to, to take all these books and all these writers and all these things and put it all together. So we got to welcome Kate Gerard to the team. Kate Gerard, our director of publishing for Pushing Boundaries. How are you doing, Kate? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, it's, it's, it's a Saturday. I know. I know some people are working on a Saturday, but I'm, you know, I got to try and relax on a Saturday <laughs> I'm not trying to make reference to my guests today, but you know, hey, educators, we got to work. We got to do what we got to do for our kiddos and everything else and get them over the hump and, you know, whatever we need to do. So, Kate, director of publishing, how do you feel about the team and pushing boundaries and, and what's coming? I am so excited to be joining this team. Um, it, you know, I am uh, good friends with Dr. Alderman and Dr. Jetter, and I think that uh, we work very well together, and I'm excited to take uh, what we've built. Uh, in our experiences here and really push the boundaries and uh, share more with the rest of the educators. I think it's really excited, exciting, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. So we got to get to it, guys. This is a, you know, exclusive for the podcast, exclusive for everybody else. We have the trilogy. Now we got to unveil the new thing. Now it's been hitting the social media airwaves a little bit. People have talked about it. I know Dr. Jetter was putting it out originally as some ideas and everything, but we got to talk about this new entity that is coming to our, uh, to the team and from pushing boundaries. And I'm, there is only one person I'm going to leave it to, to be able to discuss this. So Dr. Jetter, what happened? I mean, <laughs> it's just, we were pushing boundaries and now we're, we're just, we're just, past the boundaries we're just way over there we're and everything. pushing state lines now i mean you know look at all right you tell a kid hey don't grab that cookie out of the cookie jar we're having dinner right stop it get down right well why can't we say that to people what is so wrong with that right what is so wrong with taking a practice that is a nightmare and saying stop ignoring kids ieps right or stop doing this right so we we take we right we started off and you were a big part of the project. We had a, a I mean, what do we have? 108 authors. We had we had Reeves do our forward right in book one, and just wrote a a, a kick ass forward. He was amazing. He blew it up all over social media. We sold a ton of books. All those proceeds went into book number two, right? Where we thought, well, okay, let's align what we said with teachers to school leaders and how can we juxtapose or how can we align side by side some of these issues and get two different perspectives from teachers and school leaders 
right? And then we thought, okay, let's get the parents involved. But that book was on hold then, right? So we got all these, everybody was writing in like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to be part of the parent book. And then we put that book on hold because then when we restructured the company and we brought these two brilliant minds on, we thought, wait a second, time out. Can we get grittier, right? Can we get more raw than we already are? Can we push boundaries, state lines, national boundaries, right? Like, let's go further and get crazier. Not that the other project is on is defunct, right? Like, we'll come out with something for parents, something for students, something for school board members. But then this thing, just like bureaucracies and nightmares, well, we call it bullshit. And you know what? I'm not putting an asterisk in place of one of those letters to blot out the word bullshit. It's bullshit. And if you look at the title again, if you want to bring that up again. Yes, sir. It's the complete and utter, not cow utter, but utter, right? But it's kind of a cow utter. Right, right, right. Like, look at there's no one on this planet that I can think of who wouldn't be able to say, I've got a bullshit story for that book. There's not one person. And if they, if they, if there's somebody out there, I want to meet them because they have like dark glasses on and they can't even see the planet. So like, it, like, look at, we purchased that stamp as an official image. We came up with this title. And it is going to happen, whether people cringe or not, we feel we owe it to the profession to get this sucker out there. And that's what we're working on right now. Because unfortunately, I mean, you're right. Unfortunately, there are, I don't know one educator out there that can't call bullshit. And by the way, for anyone who's listening, watching or anything else, yes, we do curse on podcasts when it's appropriate. And this is appropriate, you know, obviously, but there is nothing that, you know, a school board meeting or uh, an administrative decision or anything else. You've never heard not one person not say this is this is BS. This is bullshit, you know, because we we all are humans and we all are allowed to our perspectives and we are allowed to our opinions. Right. And you're going to have positive and you're going to have negative. And one thing that we don't talk about enough is that you're right. We don't talk about the extreme in education that people are ignoring IEPs and 504s and they're ignoring students and they're ignoring what they need. And they're, you know, it's just it's just COVID. And, and the last person, I mean, I'm just the next person who talks about learning loss, I'm going to choke them because it's just, you know, the, the, the it just it's, it's tiring because it's like it's not learning loss. It's like we have to adjust. We have to be different. We have to take what we can do and we have to teach differently to students now more than ever because pedagogy 20 years ago is it going to work and we have to talk about these types of stories and i'm sure and and rick you can speak to it i'm i'm sure when you put this originally out as social media to kind of gauge it and kind of gauge how much feedback did you get from the community with with wanting to be a part of this i mean like it was it was it as much as the hundred books or was it yeah and <clears throat> i can certainly have you know amy and kate chime in but I got mixed, I got mixed feedback, right? Well, no, you shouldn't do that. Don't say that. That's not right. You know, 
Right? Just come on. <laughs> come on, Rick. That's wrong. I mean, I'll share. Before. I know Amy wants the doctor. Doctor Alderman wants to chime I, in. I I'm up a little bit. I'm like this. Yeah, I, 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 to be completely honest and transparent, Rick and I have known each other for many years. And when I saw this come out, I texted him right away and I said, "Are you okay?" I was thinking that like something <laughs> happened, like he lost his job, like something something tragic happened or impactful so much that he was so bitter that he just threw it all out the window and said damn it, we need to write this book. And so, it, yeah, I mean, it does bring up like little things like that. But Dr. Alderman, I mean, you're starting to you're starting to, to come up a little bit. I'm wanting to talk and, and everything else. What what do you say? Well, I think um, we had that conversation, right? Um, uh, Rick and I and, and we, you know, every day we're like, really? And, and just to your point, Silas, I actually want to counter that it it's not just the big stuff, right? That we're ignoring certain things. It's actually the little stuff that's piling up and creating an avalanche, right? And if we would just talk about the reality of it before it's a huge catastrophic, you know, problem to solve, then it maybe wouldn't be bullshit. But um, when he started on the social media, when he started getting uh, mixed reviews of like, no, you shouldn't do that. I said, you know what? That tells us we actually should. And that's, yeah, I was like, nope, now we know we've hit, you know, hit a hit a nerve with that. But we also had people that on social media, and he can share more about this story. Someone messaged him and said, when I saw that come up on social media, I had to pull over and <laughs> and read that because I said, what happened? And I don't remember, you know, what the, the longer story with it was, um, Rick, but it was, it was pretty, pretty phenomenal. So I said, I think we hit a nerve and, um, you know, good and bad. But if you get more like, no, you shouldn't do that to me. I think that's exactly what's needed. I mean, again, there was this movement years ago where you shouldn't tell your, your child to stop doing something. You should reword it into the positive. You know what? I tell my kids to stop doing shit all the time. Cut it out. Knock it off. Hey, come over here. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this instead, right? Like frank talk is okay. And I don't know why people shy away from that. You know, they think that and I have three amazing kids and they, they, I mean, my wife and I, we've, I believe we've raised some amazing human beings and we've told them to stop doing some shit. Like knock it off. It's okay. It's okay to say that. And I think people that that just aren't comfortable with that have a different philosophy of parenting, of leading. And, you know, again, I'm I'm headed up to Maine in, in October. I'm going to speak to all the assistant principals in Maine. And I was invited because the executive director of the Maine Principals Association said, I think they need to hear that it's okay to say stop. Right. Like there are people who believe that. And it's not that we're nasty or negative or we hate kids or we it's just we like, let's just get right down to it. Right. And there's no other way to say it than to not sugarcoat it. So, Kate, we, we I, I want to make sure that we we include everyone in the discussion as well. Kate, I mean, you're the director of publishing. This is going to probably fall on your lap more than more than most and everything else. Um, 
and and I don't know if you or Rick have discussed this, but the hundred no nonsense we had. 107, 108 authors on the first go. I remember Rick and I used we were talked we talked earlier like in, when this project, uh, the hundred no nonsense project came out. Like he was like a soccer coach. Like there was like three hundred on a clipboard, and he's like, "Shit, I can't do this one. I can't do this one. I can't do this one." Just to get it down to like 107, 108 where we had it, and we had Reeves and Carippo do the forward and the closing and, and stuff like that. Kate, how do you feel about taking on in your educational career? this type of project, this type of book? I think it's an exciting opportunity. I think like uh, Dr. Jetter and Dr. Alderman were saying, it's, you know, one of those things, people are kind of afraid to expose vulnerabilities, right? But to me, that's kind of exciting to put that kind of thing out in the forefront to re really be able to have the real, true, honest discussions instead of like sugarcoating things or just flirting with that top layer of things, but really be able to deep dive into what the real issues are. And, uh, you know, I know that there'll be pushback, you know, and, and, and some positive and negatives that come with everything. Right. But it's, it's an exciting opportunity that I really am uh, looking forward to. Excellent. Excellent. And now I, I know we were not too far deep into it, by the way, just to cut in, just to make sure everyone know, if you are listening on audio or cutting in on video, we're talking to Dr. Rick Jetter, the CEO of Pushing Boundaries, and the new president and director of publishing, Dr. Amy Alderman and Kate Gerard, referring to stopping the complete, complete and utter bullshit in education. So what, what to know and what to know about it and what you can do. So guys, I mean, we had the 100 nonsense at 107 authors. So Dr. Amy and Kate, I mean, I don't know about you, but... You know, the first book was, was good, 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 good thickness. The mm -hmm. second book is a phone book. Like literally you can beat somebody with it if you wanted to. So it's like, you know, if a school leader came in, you know, and said, what the hell is this? You could actually take it and beat him over the head and probably kill him because it's that big. And by the way, $34.99, really, really Jetter, really, $34.99 for the damn book. That was huge, bro. <laughs> The book I, I, think some people, I think some people paid $104.99 because they, they 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 got the price wrong, so they sent a different check. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was like, all right, I gotta get the book. I'm promoting the book and everything else. And I go and I'm just like, my God, I never realized how massive like the undertaking was. It is massive to get that thing out. Now, here's my question: what are we looking at? authors again are we looking at going that big are we going bigger i mean what what are we going to do well and i'll let kate jump in in a second but we're looking at like a six by nine right we're not going to do the big eight by ten phone book for this one it will be part of the stop series we're going to take <clears throat> maybe a, a few stories per chapter we're looking at a 200 page book not not like a three to four hundred page excellent Kate, how do you feel about that? I think is that'll that, be... Is that enough? I mean, th I mean, think about it, because when people start jumping at it, will it be enough? I think it'll be good to kind of look through everything and, and pick those, you know, the top things in each chapter and kind of go from there and then see where that leads us, right? Who knows if uh, there's enough bullshit, then maybe there needs to be another opportunity, right? So, you know, I'm excited to kind of start see it all compiled together and then move from there. So, I mean, are we looking at the second volume of stopping the complete and extreme bullshit or <laughs> the complete and massive bullshit? I mean, 
there are so many words and adjectives out there that you can possibly use. For we that. could make a bullshit series. I mean, you're right, Cyrus. You know? <laughs> we can make a bullshit series. I can see you at a professional development. <laughs> professional development. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the bullshit series. Everyone's going to be like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Um, so, so when it comes so my 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 last thing, and, you know, this is the Exhausted Educator podcast and everything else. You guys are all, you know, administrators, educators, doing what you do. I, I have to ask, how are you guys after the first real true year after COVID? I mean, how are you guys doing and dealing and self-care and everything else for you and, you know, for, for you guys? I mean, obviously, I know you guys are there for your students, but when it comes to you guys, what are you guys doing to kind of bounce back from probably the hardest year we've had so far when it comes to education, because, you know, everyone said, Hey, we're done. This is the first full year, but it really truly hasn't been. I mean, Rick and I, we worked with the team when we came up with recovery mode and, you know, and it was, it was a good, it was something that we all put, it was free trying to help educators and everything else. And we thought that was bad. And now we're all back to the first real school year of not being interrupted in any way with masks or mandates or anything else. How are you guys doing? I'll let the uh, ladies go first. Kate, you want to start? Uh, sure. You know, I feel like, you know, it, it's nice to be kind of wrapping the year up and, and finishing it off. Um, you know, it's been a long year, but I think for sure to take the approach that like the effect of all these things is going to be more long-term than maybe people anticipated. And knowing that like, bite-sized steps and, and achievements are okay. And next year we'll get a little bit better. And then the year after that, a little bit better. And and being able to kind of have that approach to it to not, you know, I think everybody's eager to do everything all at one time and to be able to take kind of a slower approach to it and be okay with that, that that's been helpful. And then, you know, I've got two great kids at home. The pool's just open. Hopefully the weather will start to be nice, you know, and, and you know, kind of, takes a, a break and, and mentally and physically recharge, you know, to dive into what's next. Dr. Amy. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, in a way, and I'm, I'm a, I'm like a positively neutral person. I think in a lot of ways, um, the, the shutdown from COVID actually, um, was helpful in a lot of ways because, I think that's why the, you know, kind of the bullshit book is is necessary because the conversations that we're having with students, uh, middle school, high school, the ones that we work with, we don't really have time to do the sugar coating and to do, you know, the the normal, you know, here's what needs to happen in this. That because people had lost touch with with um, each other and they were really missing that um, that connection, it's allowed us to be, I think, in, in any way with my the the team that I have here, just to be authentic and real. And um, we actually just had a, a candidate, a teacher candidate to come on board. And we the way that you experience Rick, the way that you're now you know experiencing me, we're like this 24 seven. I just we just don't have the energy to put up this facade of, you know, whatever it is, the perception would be of an administrator. We, you know, I just don't, I don't have um, the, the interest in that, the, the false, you know, things. And we had a conversation with him, the same thing, you know, that you do during an interview, but 
we do every interview with our with our teacher candidates. I want it to be a conversation. I want you to get to know us, us to get to know you. And I want you to have less questions than you leave with. And you could see they just, you know, they, they kind of come down and they chill out. Um, and then we have a real conversation. And after the candidate left, he emailed us this long, uh, you know, thing, just thanking us for a human connection and a human conversation. And he was so moved by us being real. And I think we're seeing that more and more and more, which to me solidifies if we could get back, I don't want to say get back to that, I, but I've always kind of been like this, but if we could get, give ourselves permission to get to that space and feel comfortable in that, it is so liberating. Um, instead of this, you know, mask that, that everyone feels like you have to, you know, put, put on or whatever. So I think it's, um, in a lot of ways for self-care and such, I'm actually invigorated. I'm excited. I was excited to get back to the daily, you know, and yes, it is exhausting, uh, a million percent, but, um, I was so grateful that we had a full year for our students to learn how to come back on board and, uh, it was definitely a learning year, I will say, for, you know, all students. It was more social and emotional than anything. So to watch them kind of come on board with that, I, I drink a lot of, um, you know, energy drinks. That helps, too, for me. But, um, yeah, I, I'm really excited that we're going to close out this year, clean up some of the stuff that we found, dust the cobwebs off, and then I'm really excited for next school year. So, and, and before Dr. Jetter gets in, I'm just... Educators are really the only group of people on earth that know exactly what type of energy drinks to get because yes. coffee, coffee can't do it anymore. But you know, it's like, what do you guys do? Well, so I do Red Bull. Well, I do sugar-free Red Bull. And then you go into like prime and science and ghost <laughs> and you just yeah. you know, you're an expert. You're an expert at what energy drink is like, well, that's low sugar and this <laughs> sugar-free. And it has yeah, mine is a rock. So you could sponsor me, Rockstar Lemonade. That's my favorite. I love I it. I love Rockstar Lemonade too. We love it. there is a there is an old um, podcast with Rick Jetter, myself, uh, Eric, our friend Eric Francis, and one other person, where we had a very long discussion about Zoa, and okay. we wanted Zoa as a sponsor. If Rick remembers, we wanted Zoa. As a oh, he was out of his mind when he was talking about it. He was like, no, no, Zoa, Zoa. <laughs> Like Zoa had just come out. He had like a 40 pack of Zoa and he was just like, and I had never heard of it. It's the rocks, you know, energy drink. And we're just like, you know, it's everything else. So I had to go get one. And, you know, I know Eric will listen to this. Eric, you know, you just got to take the right flavor, bro. Cause some of it tastes like, you know, um, bullshit, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, some of it was good. You know, some of the flavors are all right, but some of the, like, I don't drink mango. I'm like, I'm not a mango person, you know, and stuff like that. So. So Rick, I mean, you, you've had, we talked offline, you had a year, bro. I mean, how, what are you doing? Cause you, you've had a year. I mean, what are you doing to kind of be Rick Jetter again? I don't know. Look at, I mean, my dog died. I miss my dog, right? We're restructuring the company. I don't know what the hell's going on in Canada. There's freaking fires burning. It's coming down. Our kids can't breathe. Like it doesn't even matter. Right. There's some there's always something that's going to go on. There's never in my lifetime has it ever been just calm. Right. So it doesn't even matter what tomorrow brings. It's going to be another 
nightmare. But you know what? That's what we're here for. We're here to build the resiliency of the kids and be like, look it. All right, there's fires up there. Okay, you can't breathe here. Take this inhaler, get into class, get your work done, right? Like we, and I say that, I, I say that comically, but it, it's okay. Like let's, it doesn't even matter what's going on. Every, you know, my father-in-law died, you know, earlier this year, you know, his anniversary would have been yesterday with my mother-in-law, you know, and I felt kind of, you know, couple days ago, June 8th, and I felt like really bad, you know, but there's, look at, there's always something going on. It doesn't even matter. There's always something going on. It's a nightmare. I mean, things are, I mean, look at what's going on in the political world, right? I mean, I can't even, I don't even look at it. I don't even turn the news on. It's just, and then I'm trying to watch Jeopardy and there's a news flash that pops into Jeopardy. And I can't even watch Jeopardy because there's a news thing about Trump and the indictment. It's like, I can't even watch Jeopardy anymore. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to calm down now. I didn't have an energy drink. You didn't get vaccinated. You didn't get vaccinated, or you know, you get inoculated. I didn't get inoculated. There you go. <laughs> but look at, there's always something going on, and you know, whether it's we're here to help our students with every day of of their nightmares, but we've got to call out the bullshit. Right. And I think that's really where we're headed back to is let's just call it out. It's okay. It's healthy. It's a healthy, it's, it it can actually be a healing process for a lot of people just to call it out. It's okay. It's healthy. Right. It's not, we're not pushing this. We're not shoving this down anybody's throats. So I think it all goes hand in hand that what's happening on a daily basis with what we want, what our publishing aims are and where we want to go as a company. Um, I, I, I'm excited. I mean, you saw how excited I was just now. I'm, I'm excited now. My pulse, my, my smartwatch is telling me my pulse is, is pretty high right now. And then, right. But that's, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Because it's, it's headed in the right direction for projects that really mean a lot to us. This is, this is true, but yeah, you got to get this. The smartwatch is probably telling you just be like, calm down. I mean, what's going on? Calm down. So just, I got to get back to resting mode right now. It's it's pretty high. So if just in case if anyone's popping in, we are pushing pushbound consulting, pushing boundaries. Uh, and I just wanted to share with everyone what we're looking at when it comes to the website. So there is a website where you can find us and everything else. And you can see right on the front page right there, the newest and boldest project ever is coming this year. So you can see your, you can click and onto the website and click and send your story or book idea to push, pushing boundaries and all the things we've done, all the things of I mean, educational rehab, our friend, Bethany Hill, you know, all the books, the power Dr. Jetter has spent his time uh, coming up with some awesome books all the way through. And you can see all the things you can find on the front page. I know we don't have enough time to go through the entire thing. But I'm sure as time goes on, we'll revamp and re rework and redo things and do everything that we can. But Pushbound Consulting is definitely where you can find everybody. Um, we'll go over social medias uh, in a minute. But definitely, this is some place where, you know, you need help. You need some some place to, to really vent and, you know, get the BS out, as we've been talking about. Definitely, this is it. Exhausted educators are very proud to be part of, you know, I'm affiliated now, so I have my pushing boundaries tattoo on the back right shoulder of my uh, of, of right shoulder there with uh, Rick's face, you know, so I can always remember him, you know, 
that'd be scary for my wife. She'd be like, what the hell is that? It's just like Frick's face, you know, come on, got to have him there. So final thoughts, Dr. Jetter, ladies, final thoughts on the future, the future of pushing boundaries, the future with the bullshit book, the future in anything in education, whatever you want to say, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys to, to run it, run it through and share your thoughts on where we go from here. I'll, I'll leave it up to our new leadership team. Uh, I'm excited about this. This, um, these are our two brilliant women. Um, I, I just, I'm indebted to know, and I think we're going to do some great things. Now, the other part is, you know, life happens, right? So we may be slow. We may be in the slow cooker here, right? We'll, we'll have uh, Kate and Amy, we'll have them up on our website in due time. The book, we're, we're still accepting stories, bullshit stories. So you can certainly go to the website and and submit your story. But slow cooker is okay. And um, the outcome will be huge. And I'll, I'll certainly leave it up to uh, Kate and Amy. Yeah, I would um, reiterate that uh, the big thing with the stories is they can absolutely be anonymous. Because I think that's the, the scary part, right? Like, we have so many stories, but, you know, everybody's afraid of sometimes the political nature of things. I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to, you know, get on the wrong side of history with certain things. That is perfectly fine. We want your stories because we know you have them. And, um, you know, we'll keep it. We'll keep it absolutely anonymous. Or if you want to put your stamp on it and keep your name on it, that's great, too. Again, I find so much liberation in just you know, being free to, to do that. And that's okay. We're not everybody's cup of tea. And, you know, I'm used to that. So um, I think that part is really big. Um, I'm super excited for where we're going. And, and just to kind of re, uh, reiterate what uh, Rick said is I we'd rather do things right and not rushed. And I think that's been really the theme this year um, for myself at the helm uh, of our, our organization that I'm in for education is let's do it right and not rushed and let's figure out why we're doing it, not just for the sake of it. So I think that part is so important. And uh, one more thing to, to piggyback on um, what we do for self-care. I know for sure this team here, we literally laugh all day long. And that has been the most healing. This has been the most healing year. Um, I think I know personally, but I know, uh, you know, Rick and I have talked about that. We literally laugh all day long because if you view this through the lens of like a Saturday Night Live episode, it really is funny. It is so funny. And because of that, that doesn't mean we don't take what we do so seriously because we do, obviously. But if you just have a sense of humor about it, we can solve these problems. But there, if you don't, they just feel like, you know, a boulder, you know, I say, I said in my, in, in one of my publications, education is like pushing a boulder up a mountain in flip-flops in the rain. And then every once in a while, there's an oil slick that they just, you know, ha, let's, let's uh, increase the level of difficulty every time. And yet, you know, with a te amazing team behind, we can push that boulder up. But uh, if you have a good sense of humor about it, they're like, this is absolutely ridiculous. It makes it so much more palatable.
Sorry, I was mic'd. I have technology. Mr. Art, anything to add to as we as we finalize today? Yeah, I think I'm just excited to start seeing, you know, all the stories come in and, and start reading them and then being able to relate to them, right? Like, oh, that is bullshit. And I've dealt with that before. Or to kind of see, you know, some new things that are going on that maybe we haven't been exposed to yet and really just start like compiling that all together. And uh, I think that that's going to be really exciting. And I definitely think that there will be uh, more laughter in our future as we are starting to read uh, some of these stories and, and and pull things together. Excellent. And then the one and only Dr. Jetter. I mean, what kind of system will we have if we don't expose, you know, the nightmare behind it? And there will be some serious stories. There will be some funny stories. There will be some tragic stories. There will be some casualties in terms of careers that that went by the sideline. There will be all sorts of crazy stuff happening. And why why don't we talk about that, right? I mean, I I know I I mean Silas, you and I we see our our friends, our mutual friends on social media. I've got people saying like, you know, I, I applied for this job and nobody even called me because their process is a nightmare and be, or because they chose an internal candidate that they chose before they even set up the interviews. Right? Like that's bullshit. So don't bring, don't drag somebody through the mud and make them wait for a month. And when you've already chosen your candidate, right? Like there are so many things happening and it's okay to expose the underbelly of all this nonsense, right? So when we say bullshit, we mean complete and utter, right? It's like, why are we doing these things to people? So we want to help people to show them what's done to people, which may have been done to them too. So that's what I'm excited about. Definitely, definitely. So guys, to make sure I, I you know, be equitable with your time and be fair with your time. Um, you know, we don't, we and I'm sure we can talk hours on this. I think Rick and I have done podcasts with our friends that have gone like hour and a half, two hours, and we just keep going. And all of a sudden we're like, it's three Jesus, you know, so definitely on education at least. But um, so any social medias, anything you guys want to share where people can follow you, if they want to contact you for any specific information with the pushing and there's my text messaging, but the, um, any with the with the bullshit book, with anything pushing boundaries related, um, to be able to talk to you guys, anything, any social medias to put out there. Ladies, you first, if you'd like. Um, I think with the social media, we're going to push them all up to the to the website, um, and uh, we're excited to to try to use su- some new mediums as well, not just the traditional. But um, you'll be able to find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter and uh, uh, TikTok as well. So that's that's all coming soon. Dr. J, I know you have social media. So. <laughs> yeah, we, like like Dr. A said, you know, let's just push them to, uh, that, that's funny, right? Push them to <laughs> pushboundconsulting.com. Um, you can also get to it through rickjetter.com. Um, you can find me everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm not really much of a TikToker, but Dr. Alderman and you, Silas, have opened my eyes to the world of interesting factors there that might be helpful in the bullshit market. Well, I so mean, I'm be, excited about that. 
to be honest, I mean, they are like if you put the hashtag education in the TikTok field, there are millions and millions of people that follow that. Mm-hmm. And then now the YouTube shorts, which is YouTube's version of the TikTok, is, I guess, overtaking the TikTok field now. So YouTube shorts is now becoming the number one thing to do nowadays. So, I mean, Lord knows social media. I mean, don't you guys remember? We're all generally in the same age range or whatever from, you know, wherever high, low, whatever average you want to call it. But y'all remember just goddamn talking to each other, just face to face. And it, it wasn't about social media or whatever. And it just, you just had a conversation. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I remember the good old days. Yeah, I had a pager. It was teal. <laughs> remember that? I know. I fell upside down. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. I mean, we, hey, for the young crowd who might be listening to this, we, it was funny to us when we type, we typed something into the pager and turned it around and it said boobless. Okay. I'll yep. say that out loud. That was, <laughs> that was what you did, you know, that, and that was funny to us. Nowadays, you know, it's like, whoa, you show them a pager. They're like, what is that? It's like, this is what we did. And they were mm-hmm. payphone. What's a payphone? Seriously? So it's just yeah. ridiculous. So my name is Silas Knowles. And for being the affiliate, um, the Exhausted Educators is on TikTok, so if you guys want to reach out to me, I have a Facebook page for the podcast. I have a TikTok for the podcast. Uh, the Twitter, I'm at ZB Pirate still. I do have to change that because I'm not a ZB anymore. I'm changing p- uh, position. Yeah, congratulations. You got a new job. Uh, uh, you're moving up in the world. Being a little EL coordinator action, so I get to... You know, be tip my tip my toe, dip my toe into the pool of administration. And you know, I uh, I had a podcast guest on the other side or on the, the other day, and they're like, "Wow, you're on the dark side now, huh?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, I guess I'm into the dark side." So as soon as I get my administrative uh, principalship, you know, Dr. Jeter will probably trying to convince me to come out to Buffalo and have the original Buffalo wing. <laughs> I know he loves that story that Buffalo has the this is where the Buffalo wing started. This is the the, the Z and and I, I, now that I speak of it, I, I do feel like something pretty good. Yeah, that's for another day. You know, that's for another day. I mean, there is uh, the only Hooters we have out here is about 20 minutes away. So, I, you know, I got to get there. No, we're, we actually had uh, an interviewee yesterday that uh, Dr. Jetter was trying to get the secret wing sauce for Duff's. <laughs> I said, you can't ask him that. And, uh, and he, yeah, you can. that's not illegal. <laughs> Well, the guy didn't have it, but he did say they use they use, a they, they use a lot of margarine. That's what they said. A lot of margarine for the top. Yeah, to make it like smooth and slick or something. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I was like, and, and these are our interviews. He's like, you know, talk to me about talk to me about the this this job here. Do you like the wings? Like that's I mean, these are the conversations we're having. You know, he, he wants a math position, but we're talking about wings. All right, that's where we're well, going. I mean, I mean, you could be like if you, if someone orders twenty four wings and they want two sauces to the wings, proportion, math proportion, and real, math uh, and real. Yeah, what proportion of sauce can be equally sauced with one? You know, I mean, I can see that. I mean, that's possible. If I'm going to get charged for discrimination against an employee or an applicant, it's it, I'm fine if it's because they don't like wings. Yeah, <laughs> come and sue me. Because I didn't hire you because you don't like wings. Because you better like wings if you're in Buffalo. <laughs> and you know what? Kate Gerard is going to get that is the number one story she's going to get from that guy. Yeah, that's going to be and an article, right? It'll be in the book. It'll be like, remember that time we talked about Buffalo was a Buffalo wing sauce and everything else? And 
you know, that's that's going to be the first story. She's going to be like, see, see, yeah. it happens. Board of Education, we have a lawsuit right now because Rick <laughs> didn't hire this guy. He didn't like wings. So, And I would have fly out to that Board of Education meeting laughing in the background. <laughs> I recognize that guy. I know that guy. He was on the podcast. So, but my Listen, name. Our, our round is not done yet. He's not not hired and he's not hired. We're good. Interesting. We're, still, yeah. we're still in the round. We're he has not been round. blackballed from Wingfest. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. My name is Silas Knowles, guys. This is the Exhausted Educator Podcast with the team from Pushing Boundaries. Please visit them at pushboundconsulting.com. We will look for the Stopping the Complete and Utter Bullshit in Education. Please visit uh, the website of push, pushboundconsulting.com to submit a story or follow Pushbound Consulting, uh, Pushbound EDU, I believe it is, on the socials to be able to follow us and to figure out, hey, you know what? This is something, if you really got a story you want to tell and if you got a really a story that you want to share, definitely reach out. I'm sure I'm sure it's going to fall into the into a chapter or two, depending on how we, we structure it and how we put it out there, that it will fall in and fall into this. And if there's there's something you've always wanted to say, but we're afraid to say it, this is the place to say it. So definitely, if you never had, if you had a story, be like, I want to lose my job, and you want to say it finally, we will help you say it, and you know we'll we'll be anonymous with you. So I mean, definitely. Or if you want to be proud and be out there and be like, this happened to me 20 years ago, we want to hear from you, and everywhere in between. So definitely reach out, and uh, guys, we'll see we'll see you soon. Definitely, we'll be some more stuff later. I'm sure when we get our heads together, we will. Uh, be putting down stuff in the pipe, you know, in the pipe and letting it flow and letting it see where the bullshit leads us. <laughs> euphemisms, euphemisms allowed. So, guys, I hope you enjoy your day and we'll see you later.